0: guys, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining your hosts, Tierra and Jack, what is now episode number 40 of our Road to 2021 series. Now, before we get stuck into the episode, we wanted to remind you that if you do enjoy this series, please remember to repost it onto your Instagram story, tag myself, tag Tierra, tag TBD. Also, if you are feeling generous and you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, you can always leave us a rating and a review there as well. But without further ado, we're going to get stuck in straight away to this episode and I'll let Tiara kickstart things off.
1: Boy, oh boy. Okay, so this past week, what a whirlwind, man. I feel, <laughs> oh my goodness, I feel like I probably experienced every single emotion under the sun this past week, but. You know, hell, we are recording that's this 24
0: hours in a day. That's 24 emotions, right? There. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, in prep, I'd say you probably feel about an, a different emotion every five minutes, you know? Yeah. So that is 12 emotions an hour. And then I don't know if you're feeling emotions while you're sleeping, but yeah, there are a lot for sure. <laughs> mm, undoubtedly. But you know, we are recording this on the 7th of February, 2021. And as of today, I'm actually 14 days out from the first show of the season. So boy, only two weeks to go. And we're actually going to be probably leaving Chandler this time now, but you know, I would have already been on stage. Oh my goodness. But yeah, two weeks out. And again, really freaking feeling it like this week. I'm not going to lie. It was tough. You know, it was really tough just from an energy standpoint. Right. You know, and The thing is like, it was Monday and I just felt like I'd been hit by a train. And I even said to you, I was like, honestly, if I wasn't this close to show, I would definitely be taking a diet break this Mm -hmm. week.
0: Yeah. It's kind of one of those, I know how you feel exactly. It's kind of one of those bottomless pit feelings of energy where like, you kind of just want to not give up, but you just want to lie down on the couch and not do anything
1: ah it was rough man and again that's so unlike me right because i'm a very high energy person but boy just like the fatigue had really set in because like i've been dieting now for 19 weeks like that's well over four months of dieting and i've been doing two high days every single week for this entire comp prep so far, but I haven't had a diet break. Right. So that's kind of evened out compared to what I did last comp prep. Cause last comp prep, I didn't do the high days every single week, but I did take two diet breaks. So mm-hmm. it's evened out, but regardless, honestly, I think whether or not I would have taken a diet break by now or whether I would or wouldn't have done high days, like I've been dieting for over four months. Like you're going to feel freaking fatigued. Yeah.
0: I'm sure it's reassuring for some people to hear that. Like we're both coaches, we're both experienced, and it's still happening to us. It's still happening to you, even though you're a very bubbly person, full yeah. of energy.
1: Hell yeah! You know, it just comes down to
0: it's inevitable.
1: Prep is hard, you know. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, pretty much this past week, like my body was just showcasing me every single sign that God damn tear, can you please just give me some more food? I just I want to die. I break so bad, you know. So obviously, energy was super low. You know, like my training performance was actually still really good because psychologically I'm really able to push myself. But like, even at the gym, man, like having to like pick up a bench and like move it to a Smith machine or something, I'm just like, God damn, this feels heavy, you know? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, just struggling with little things like that. And, um, but also, you know, like my body weight has just been all over the shop this past week. It's just been bouncing around like crazy. So you know on tuesday i actually hit a new low of 60.5 which is pretty awesome because based off the previous week finishing at 60.7 this past week i really just needed to get down to 60.4 to get you know that another 300 grams loss so when it was tuesday and i hit 60.5 i'm like okay sweet you know like as long as i hit 60.4 in the next five days pretty damn sweet after i hit that 60.5 My weight's just been bouncing around all over the place. It shot up to like 61.3, 60.9, 61.1. It's just been going like boing, 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 boing. (laughs) Like
0: (laughs) a pinball machine.
1: Legit, man. And I can't even predict it because, again, I'm eating all the same foods that I've been eating these past few weeks, same hydration status, right? Same amount of calories. But my body's just, it's really fighting me, you know? So, This past week, even this morning, I ended up at 60.9, which is flipped because again, like I just truly feel like I'm dieting. I'm like, there's no way that I am not in a deficit, right? So again, feel my frustration guys. It happens to everyone. So yeah, this week, yeah, just really had those signs that I needed a diet break, but essentially I couldn't give myself one you know i was 3 weeks out from comp now i'm 2 weeks out from comp it's not the time mm. you know i'm not taking a diet break now i'm just i'm just pushing you know but luckily by the time that it did get to thursday right and i had my first high carb day boy i just felt like infinitely better it was it was remarkable i felt like i felt like tiara again because you know my low carb days right now are 175 grams of carbs and let's be honest i'm getting a hell of a lot of that from vegetables okay (laughs) so like yes it's still the same amount of carbs but like I feel like you feel different getting your carbs from a cucumber versus getting your carbs from cream of wheat. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent.
1: But yeah, so my low days are 175 carb, but then on my high days, I have 325 grams of carbs, a lot less vegetables, a lot more grains, a lot more fruit. And usually for my breakfast every high day morning, my, my first meal a day, I have 130 grams of carbs from grains and fruit. So I'm pretty much almost having a whole low days carb intake in one meal, right? So like, That just makes me feel immediately better like I'm just like oh wow I feel good and it's crazy Even the
0: placebo effect of that too
1: oh yeah absolutely you know I'm like man that was a good breakfast that really hit the spot but Mm. like it's crazy on high carb days like you just you get your mojo back right it's almost like you feel like you've got more time you're like sweet I've got half an hour you know I can walk to the post office and back and you know I can practice posing and I can then call a client or whatever it may be you feel like you've got more time in the day to be more productive. But yeah, I, uh, I stuck in there, you know, stayed tough and I did those high carb days and felt like a completely different person. So yeah, two weeks left to go and um, excited to keep pushing. And, you know, I know that that diet break is on the horizon, <laughs> yeah. right? But at the same time, you know, I know that as long as I keep pushing, I still will dial in a little bit more over these next coming weeks. Right. And I'm just going to be so proud of myself for hanging in there being tough, you know, not giving in and being like, oh, this is really tough. Like, you know, I just need more food. So you keep nutrition the same then? That's the thing, man. Like I actually, am going to keep nutrition the same, even though I didn't lose that 300 grams this past week. I really just, I I'm taking progress photos now every single morning. Thanks to you. Thank you very (laughs) much. I'm like, Hey Jack, would you mind taking a photo again? But you know, I'm so close to comp right now. And the thing is, I'm certainly looking leaner. I take photos, well, you take photos of me every single morning. I'm taking photos of my core every single morning. And that's what's bothering me as well, is that my scale weight is not reflecting my physique in the slightest, right? Like if scale weight wasn't a factor, I'd be like, hell yeah, like I'm looking leaner every single day. So ah, I know. I know, but that's the thing. I'm actually not going to change my macros because on that 175 carb, like I already feel so fatigued and so low energy. And even if I brought my carbs down to like 150 grams a day for five days of the week, that's an extra hundred calories, right? Like, I don't know. Do you think it would make that much of a difference?
0: I think the, the issue with energy is that at this stage, it's kind of like that thing where you could go and have a big indulgent meal you could even have like a 10k calorie challenge day and you wouldn't feel it that much different after because we've mm-hmm. reached that level now where our bodies are suboptimal in terms of their hormonal status and function so yeah it's going to take we're at that stage where we're going to have to put in a bit of work at the end in order to feel normal again after yeah and it, and one meal or one day although I honestly think that you feeling better and me feeling better on our high days, it's purely sure we have a bit of energy, but if, if we took out the mental side of things, like we would still feel pretty run down. Mm -hmm. Like we're still running off fumes on those high days.
1: I guess so. I guess it's just that difference in gradient, you know, like you going from 250 carb up to 525, me going from 175 carb up to 325, like It's just that that gradient difference, it really does make Mm. you feel different.
0: Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular content on our Instagram and YouTube channel. You can find those platforms by searching The Bodybuilding Dietitians. See you there.
1: Yeah. But yeah, essentially, I'm actually not going to drop my macros this coming week because like these last two weeks left for the until I get on stage I'm honestly just really focusing on how I look and at the end of the day like I really like how I look right now like I look way better than I did when I was getting on stage last year and I know that I actually almost I want to almost call it a mistake that I made last year right I didn't do it on purpose but Last year, my weight wasn't dropping and I did go down to 150 grams of carb and 30 grams of fat per day. I think my protein was around 140 or 150, but like I really kept pushing for weight loss and I got down to like those 57 kilograms, right? But I didn't look very good, man. Like I lost a bit of muscle, you know, I definitely lost quite a lot of fullness. And I know right now, like my physique just looks way better. So I'm just putting a larger emphasis on that right now. And hopefully in this coming week, you know, my scale weight just does start to play ball. Because with these last two weeks coming, I know that I'm, I will break into those 59 kilograms. But yeah, I just, uh, I honestly, I'm just placing a larger emphasis right now on how I look, which I'm really happy with. And the, if the scale just wants to be a little biatch, like, I guess I just have to put up with that every single morning.
0: <laughs> totally, yeah. It's, as it's people a tough hear, call
1: to make, you know?
0: Yeah, There's and I don't think both of the, those decisions have their merits. And I think personally, yeah, I think you've made the right call because you're two weeks out. Like I don't, is it really worth pushing hard mm-hmm. for one, like two weeks out? Yeah. Not really. I don't think. And
1: think about it. If I take away an extra 25 grams of carbs over these next five days, right? That's a hundred calories a day. That's a 500 calories less across the whole week. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man, (laughs) but I do know that what's actually, I've been thinking about this too, because I'm taking photos of my core every single morning and I'm seeing like crazy veins in my core every single morning and more and more and more. And I was thinking about this, like, you know, toward the beginning of prep when you're losing weight, right? But you're not necessarily seeing that drastic of changes, but then people always talk about in those final few weeks of prep, how you're literally seeing the daily changes I've been thinking about this and I think it's literally because you're still losing body fat, but it's because there's less body fat underneath that body fat. So you're actually able to actually reveal a lot more. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's just a ratio thing. So if you're losing, you're losing a larger percent of that ratio right now. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense that. You would see more each week
1: yeah but i just think it's kind of cool it's like an
0: onion has layers right
1: yes exactly and then eventually you get to the middle of the middle of the onion and you're freaking peeled mate <laughs> and then you get diced <laughs> but yeah so uh yeah i'm feeling good so pretty much guys i'm honestly i'm not going to drop my food this week i'm going to keep that at 175 carb For five days of the week, with 35 grams of fat every single day, and then two days of the week on those high days, just bringing that up to 325 grams of carbs, and yeah, pretty much this coming week, I've got another physique assessment with Joey Cantlin on Friday, which should be awesome, Um, and that'll be just about just over a week out from show, which should be really good, and um, yeah, just really looking forward to seeing Joey and seeing what he has to say, and then we can talk about what I'm gonna do with my peak week because. Yeah, I guess we'll save that for next week, but I've got some ideas for how I'm going to manipulate a few little things during peak week just to truly bring my best physique. Because again, you and I are taking photos of me and you every single morning, and uh, I'm really just trying to analyze these and really base it off like my previous day's nutrition and training and everything like that to truly see, okay, what is my best look?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's important to make that correct decision and Joey will help a lot with that.
1: Yeah. It should be awesome. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. Other than that, you know, it's uh, it's been a good week. Sold my car, which was very successful, right? Got my haircut, which was even more successful. First professional haircut of my entire life. And wow. Ah, it feels amazing. It feels so healthy, right? And my hair no longer covers my back pose. I posted some photos on Instagram of like the before and after. Do you think you'll um, get
0: your hair cut more frequently now?
1: I'll definitely get it trimmed a lot more often, yeah. Like the hairdresser, her name's Brittany. She owns a salon just up the road. She was so nice. She was so nice and a very good hair cutter. (laughs) Hairstylist? Yeah,
0: I don't... Do you call female hairdressers barbers or no No, is that
1: Uh, are barbaress (laughs) i don't know (laughs) if anyone if anyone cuts hair or knows the answer to that question so it's
0: not a hairdresser
1: oh yes of course it's just a hairdresser yeah silly us (laughs) um not barbaresses. (laughs) Hairdressers. yeah so sold my car got my haircut and uh i guess this past weekend oh my goodness just like posed the freaking house down so IFBB announced pretty much last minute that they were having a free posing workshop uh, last year. I actually spoke about this on my podcast miniseries last year, but I tried to go to that workshop, but it was like pouring rain that day and flooding. And you've got to drive down the Gold Coast in order to go to these workshops. And I just remember being stuck in like this awful standstill traffic for like two hours until I actually got the chance to turn around and drive back home because I couldn't make it to the workshop last year. But
0: mm, I got I remember to... that.
1: Yeah, it was awful. But you know, this like yesterday was bright and sunny you know no traffic so uh I did get to go and it was just so much fun it was just invaluable you know and it was so nice to actually see other girls and meet other girls in person who I know I'll be competing against because you know we all follow each other on social media and it's interesting with bodybuilding you know like especially in this era I feel because like you feel like you have all these friends right and all these people who you connect with and you know live your same lifestyle and stuff like that but like you've never actually met them in the flesh right so it's really special when you actually get to meet people in person so that was super fun you know like meeting Sam meeting Kate and you know that was just really cool to actually go to the workshop and uh, it was by far the best practice that I could have ever dreamed of because literally we got to enact everything that we're going to be doing on stage. You know, we were all standing next to each other, all posing, walking to the back, walking to the front, doing our routines up against one another. So yeah, just invaluable. So that was so awesome going to the IFBB posing workshop yesterday and speaking to some of the judges as well. It just, it put me in a really good mood and just so excited to get on stage in two weeks. Right. And then today we went to the ICN posing workshop as well. And, uh, yeah, I did an hour of posing. You did an Mm, hour of posing. It was good, but I can just say, Jack, I'm going to beg you later for a foot massage because (laughs) my she's Louise. Like the thing is two dogs for that. Oh, what they're just going to lick my feet. (laughs) I need, I need a masseuse man, (laughs) but I need some thumbs in there, not some paws. (laughs) (laughs) No, but boy, like the thing is when you're going through prep, especially as a girl, you certainly build up that endurance for posing right? Like during the very beginning of the improvement season, when you start posing, you'll do your first lesson and your feet will just hurt for hours afterwards. Like they'll just ache, but you build up that tolerance, you build up that posing endurance, and then you pretty much just get so used to it. You know, you can pose for half an hour after a leg workout kind of thing. But like this past weekend, posing probably for three solid hours straight, um, my feet and heels. Yeah. They hurt today, man. (laughs) They hurt today. And I pose every day. So Boy. But anyway, guys, that's pretty much my week in a nutshell. Just going to keep cracking on. Two weeks left. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to come back next week on the podcast and just pretty much talk about peak week. And you know, after that, it'll just be one week to go until show number one.
0: Very exciting.
1: Oh, boys, it's all coming together. But Jack, I want to hear, how's your past week been?
0: So yeah, I've had a a very solid week. And Definitely had my moments like you where things were a little bit harder, a little bit of prep brain moments in terms of just uh, re- thinking about like the existence and the void, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and whether
1: or not hairdressers are called barbaresses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But overall, it's, I think what I'm relying on at the moment is, and something that I've realized, is that it tapping into that motivation a bit more and especially having created the YouTube and getting some positive feedback from that, it's, it's been really nice. And I found that at certain times of the day, especially in the morning when I'm training, like I can, I can tap into that a bit more and I have more energy. And then one kind of drives the other a little bit. And especially when I got some caffeine in my system And then yeah I've said this before but towards the end of the day we kind of both just crash a little bit Mm -hmm. and that's when I've noticed that my mood is also not quite as good like that's when I might doubt my physique a little bit more or I'll start thinking about my next meal so on and so forth so I've just noticed that trend which is interesting but I have to admit the vast majority of the time like I think I only had one day this week which I which where my mood wasn't as positive and every other day so six of the other days of the week i was really enthusiastic and positive and motivated which was really solid and i mean overall my training was quite good i guess i'll touch on that first so yeah i've basically been training every morning now other than a friday which i'll train in the afternoon and overall very good like even on the the one my one of my low days on the leg day i'm retra- retaining or progressing on that On the upper days, I'm still managing to maintain. I'm getting a little bit of stagnation and maybe a little bit of regression on my second upper day of the week, which is interestingly my first high day. And I guess technically I'm the most depleted that day, even though I have a massive breakfast beforehand, like that hasn't been stored as glycogen yet. But because I've done Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, low days before that, that's my most depleted session by far.
1: I want to ask, you know, if you notice that that trend continues, would you consider maybe doing that Thursday in the afternoon? Because again, you train your legs on Friday in the afternoon, just, you know, get a little bit more glycogen storage in there.
0: Yeah, it does make sense to do that. And I would have to, I'm willing to try that for a week because I do, I actually really like training in the morning now. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. it's more just the mood and the enthusiasm. And like, I'm actually looking forward, like I'm, I wake up, get some work done, and I actually look forward to going to the gym. And I've noticed that on that Friday session, although when I actually get to the gym and get into it, it's actually a really solid session, but I don't really actually look forward to training mm. the same way. So I guess there's that trade-off there in terms of, is it worth a slight regression? And we're going to have to see, because this is my last week of training, my last week of this block. And then I'll have a deload and diet break and then we're gonna have to yeah see how it goes the next block So yeah, that's definitely something to contemplate though. And I think that's worthy of a making a decision on that Mm -hmm. So it's mainly the pressing as well So like all the pulling is fine all the accessories even are fine as well. It's just like that done Machine chest press which is it's an older machine. It's a bit sticky but yeah it's it's really there's just that point right off the stack which is really hard to get out of that big hole yeah like yeah, that hole absolutely. and just like in a squat or something and it's it's hard to push through that and like I get to rep seven and I'm like yeah I've got two reps in the tank I can do this and then I try that eighth rep and it doesn't happen <laughs>
1: yeah boy well you know moving into another mesocycle like are you going to keep that exercise in there
0: I might take a leaf out of your book and lower the weight slightly, but change the rep range. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we don't really give total volume that much credit. Yeah. But so technically volume will be higher. But even if it's just by two and a half kilos and I, and I start again next mezzo, I think psychologically I'll feel better rather than trying to grind away at that
1: eight rep mark yeah i completely agree you know Mm. and again right talk to alan about it he might tell you the exact same thing that i say and then you'll be like all right sweet i'm going for it
0: (laughs) yeah i I can be stubborn sometimes
1: (laughs) trust your coach
0: (laughs) in terms of so that's pretty much training overall i i really just have positive things to say rdls are still hanging in there i gotta be a bit careful with those now i might even be a bit more conservative next block and where i start so i I did 175 kilos for six and seven reps. I might start next block at 172 or 170. And cause like my, my not my lumbar, but my upper back is starting to round a little bit and mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to injure myself. So I gotta be careful, but hack squat is feeling spot on and Bulgarian split squats uh, feel like the the, yeah, the underworld, <laughs> but they feel good in that respect, so.
1: Yeah, they are a total biatch. But mm-hmm. seriously, they're a testament to character, you know?
0: Mm, they are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I think probably 95% of people who do Bulgarians could probably go heavier on their Bulgarians, right? I agree. But yeah, yeah. they're just goddamn unpleasant.
0: Mm.
1: hmm But you push through, right? Like, honestly, I think that, that I personally owe my glute development this past improvement season to bulgarian split squats and smith machine lunges i've always done hip thrusts you know but adding in those lunge variations god damn you know mm. really makes a difference not just yeah. your glutes but like your doctors and
0: doctors yeah
1: obviously your quads too just everything your heart and your lungs mm. <laughs> grow that shiz <laughs>
0: they're the uh best iso exercise but they also work well for the gym as well yeah isolation i I
1: almost miss wearing a mask because like when i was wearing a mask you could not see my lifting face but now like every rep of bulgarians like i've got teeth gritted i've got just veins bulging out my neck you know like it ain't pretty but you know if it helps me lift the 32 kilogram kettlebells i'll do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i i will actually be uploading a leg workout on youtube which Cher and I filmed mm-hmm. and that's the workout that features Bulgarian. So I was definitely good doing some teeth gritting in that video. That's for sure. Absolutely.
1: And that's what I love, you know, like that's where I think this huge spark of motivation this past week has really come for you is getting amongst YouTube, you know, mm. it's only been like a week, right. And yeah. you're now onto your third video. Like that's, that's yeah. seriously epic. Again, it's that positive feedback loop, mm. right? Like once you get invested in it, you just keep going with that momentum.
0: Yeah, I think I personally, I get a lot of reward as well from, and this might even be something I've discovered about myself this year where I get a lot of reward out of being creative Mm -hmm. and whether it's not, I'm not saying I'm the most creative person. I'm not Leonardo da Vinci or Michelangelo or whatever, but I can be creative in my own way and at my own sort of expertise
1: like they were good painters but you know i say you would give them a run for their money when it comes to an instagram infographic yeah like
0: i enjoy making stuff on canva i even enjoy making like the silly clickbaity thumbnails and of course putting the video together and i'm slowly getting better at my skills in that department like i'm gonna hopefully upgrade software soon yeah. all that kind of and stuff and you
1: truly have a skill for it you know you have an eye and you can imagine these things and then you know really put them down on i want to say on paper but <laughs> on a electronic <laughs> canvas yeah
0: but cool i yeah i can't wait to like just do different videos in the off season as well where, where we have more flexibility in terms mm-hmm. of what we can do and what we can eat especially yeah so. and
1: i promise i'm gonna get on the train soon i'm just not quite ready yet with my prep brain like I just feel like I'm not fully focused enough Mm -hmm. like sometimes when I've recorded YouTube videos in the past I don't know it's interesting because I like to be really mindful and I like to remember things and especially my day but I find that sometimes when I'm recording YouTube videos unfortunately I'm so focused on the video that I feel like I'm not able to focus on what's actually going on in my real life like I'm so hyper-focused on... Because I'm a perfectionist, right? So I'm always, like, trying to make this video perfect and, like, always just overthinking everything. But uh, I need to get past that barrier. And I'm absolutely, like, yeah, we'll definitely record some videos together for sure in the future.
0: Yeah, we got some... There's lots of stuff we can do. We got some, a lot of diversity in terms of this content we can put out. So yeah. looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Like things that I would love to do, you know, like I would love to do some food tutorials, you know, mm. like those like little five minute tutorials or something like, and we could have like our own little, how do you make playlist. a playlist? Yeah. On YouTube. Cause people are always asking us, you know, like, how do you make cream of wheat? You know, how mm. do you make egg whites? People still ask, how do you make oats? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no joke, guys. This is literally water and oats. Okay. <laughs> no magic. Chuck that shiz in the microwave. Okay. Don't let it spill over. Bob's your uncle.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the video gets a few couple thousand views, then yeah. why not? Yeah, right?
1: exactly. <laughs> the secret trick. Leave it on the counter for three hours. <laughs> but yeah, Jack, I want to hear how how's things in the body composition department this week. Hey guys, just a reminder that we don't just coach physique athletes, but we do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. Therefore, if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, or alternatively, click the link in the show notes below.
0: So that's where a little bit of the frustration has come from. I think I just have to remind myself that I'm ahead of schedule and I'm well on track so this week last week I made some great progress in terms of body weight loss this week I still actually lost some body weight like I didn't go up I think I went down by like 150 grams or 200 grams and again I don't want to lose more than that this week because I lost like Almost one percent of my body weight last week, which is a lot at this stage of prep. So, if anything, it was good that I didn't lose that much this week. But I kind of have to tell myself it like that. And in terms of nutrition, I have been playing around with what what the plan is. So there's there's a couple different options, and I I guess I'll just be transparent. Like either I could just push through for this whole next week because it's the last week, and then do a seven day diet break, or I could can. Do my normal high days as well as the diet break, which would give me like 7 to 10 days of, of having high days. So that would be quite an extended period, which obviously would be nice. But whether that's conducive with my goals, that's the other question. So basically, I haven't decided yet whether I want to do 7 straight low days, which is going to be tough, especially on the training days where I'm used to having a lot of carbohydrates, and or I do 10 days. And, and still train on those three days where, with a surplus of carbohydrates. So, yeah. Have you got any points, like, in terms of what you think I should do or any thoughts on that in general?
1: Well, we have to think about... I understand where you're coming from, right? Because, obviously, these past few weeks of prep, right? Ever since you started, what week are you in now?
0: I'm in week.
1: You've been dieting for 17 weeks?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah,
1: 17 weeks, right? And, obviously... Your goal at the very beginning was a higher rate of loss from a percentage of your body weight. So, you know, seeing that number go down a hell of a lot more during those first few weeks, it would be difficult to transition your eyes to that now to mm. only seeing it go down, you know, maybe one or 200 grams or 300 grams per week, right? Yeah. It's like, man, are things even happening? And this thing's, this scale's moving slow as a snail, right? Mm. Like it's not really reflecting the amount of effort I feel like I'm putting in. But we do have to remember that we are still nine weeks out right now from the first icn show yeah right you're sitting very low 80 kilograms and your stage weight's probably going to be around 77 kilograms mm-hmm. right so you've got nine weeks right to lose around three kilograms if you have a week of a diet break in there that gives you another eight weeks of dieting and i think we worked that out this morning that that's around 300 300 to 400 grams lost per week on average right
0: Yeah. So it's not too much, but I guess I am a very numbers driven person and I've given myself like a prep plan. So like, I just want to make sure I achieve that.
1: Exactly. And And so far you have executed it. Like remarkably, it's been amazing how much you've been able, your body's actually been able to stick to those numbers. Mm.
0: Yeah. So I guess next week is when I'll fill you guys in my decision. I'm thinking at the moment that I'm just going to play it a little bit by ear, probably the most subjective choice that this prep has been in terms of uh, i should say qualitative choice not subjective so basically relying on what my body does up until wednesday or thursday and if i lose on these low days a decent amount of weight uh, in conducive to around like half a percent of my body weight then i'll probably do the extended diet break and if not if i feel like i could use those two extra days to push a little bit harder then i'll probably go and and do just the 7 day diet break but we are splitting hairs here really we really are so yeah. I, it might sound a bit silly to some other people, but we're just at that stage now where these choices uh, carry they, a lot of baggage in terms make of emotional baggage, yeah.
1: But they do make a difference in the long term, Yeah, right? Yeah, there's a lot of different options that you can take. But mm. I certainly think, yeah, seeing how things go until Wednesday, right, and then making a final call. But I think definitely do, running the diet break. I think if you were going to shorten the diet break to just be seven days rather than the ten days Personally, I think that it would be more conducive toward your goals and training performance to actually start it on the Thursday mm. and maybe just end it three days early while you're in a deload, yeah. right? And maybe just like schedule that around rest days and stuff like that. I think that might benefit you a lot more and just make you feel, you know, more like psychologically in a better headspace, right? Mm. Still having those three high days on those final, last three heavy training days of your mesocycle before you go into a deload. I just personally think that makes sense. Or, you know, again, moving forward, we've spoken about this, but like those three high days, right? You could always consider for a few weeks transitioning back down to two high days, right? Rather than having the three. And then that way you would have one extra low day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're all valid points. And I think the best thing now is for the next week, just to play it by ear Uh a little bit. And like, for example, if I lose... 1% 1% of my body weight between now and Wednesday or Thursday, I don't want to lose more than that. So yeah. that would kind of force my hand into saying, okay, let's start the diet break earlier. Yeah,
1: no worries, mate. 10 yeah. days coming right up with all that Milo oats.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, lucky man. Not long, not long. I'm, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> mm.
0: But I'm, I'm at this stage as well where like, I if it means I'm going to get a better result by not having as long a diet break, I'm all for that. Oh, like, hell
1: yeah. You do what you got to do.
0: Yeah, I couldn't... I couldn't care less like I'm looking forward to the extra food sure but whether that's seven or ten days or even if I don't get a diet break which isn't going to happen because I need one and it's going to be more beneficial than not
1: Mm -hmm. yeah exactly because this is going to be your final diet break before you push into your final mesocycle before peak week yeah yeah. So it's definitely not going to hold you back in any sense, but there's a lot of ways that you can certainly go about it.
0: Mm, but yeah. That's a good way of yeah describing it. I know it. what you
1: mean. Like you don't want to step on stage, right? And feel like, God damn, my chest could have been more striated because like, you know, I just didn't push that little bit harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, I guess that's from us. You know, we've both had a pretty frustrating week with the scale, but hell, you know, I dar you, we're still looking pretty good. So, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> But yeah, I guess we will wrap up here.
0: Yes, we will. So let's end with something that we want to improve on this week.
1: Mm -hmm. So I just want to... I just genuinely just want to feel better this week you know I'm actually feeling the best today on Sunday that I felt for like quite a few Sundays in a row these past few Sundays again I just feel like it hits me like a train but maybe just again that external motivation you know being a lot more social at the posing workshops right just like realizing god damn I'm two weeks out you know like it's literally a matter of days i can almost count them i can count them on my fingers and toes but almost just on my fingers but you know this next coming week i just really want to improve overall just have good energy levels right and uh just feel really good and just really good quality sleep like it's one of the worst parts of dieting especially when you get near the tail end and body fat's getting a hell of a lot lower is that like i always notice my sleep quality impairs. like I wake up during the middle of the night and I can't get back to bed for like one to two hours because I'm just hypoglycemic. It's awful, you know? And I I do everything in my power to avoid that. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to you're not eating much food. You know, energy availability isn't that high. And I guess your body obviously gets a little bit stressed during the night, right? Cortisol rises and blood sugar levels drop. And uh, yeah, yeah, Mm. it's not pleasant. So nice to get some better sleep.
0: (sighs) Even I've been... What I find is on those low days I wake up earlier, like mm-hmm. you sometimes up to an hour earlier than on my high days. Like this morning I woke up at six twenty. That was a sleep in for me. Yeah. Usually on a low day it'll be more like five twenty, five thirty.
1: It's, it's funny you say that because I actually find that I wake up later on low days and the reason is is because I'm awake during the night for one to two hours but then my body tries to catch up on that sleep so I'm usually up at 5 a.m. but if I need to catch up on an hour of sleep my body will wake me up at six and I'm that might sound silly to some people like six o'clock would be really early for some but like when you're used to waking up at five i wake up and i almost feel a little stressed because i'm like damn i feel like i've like i've missed out on an hour of my day i usually do stuff right Mm. from five to six a.m but anyway again we're splitting hairs here yeah and that's why i don't set an alarm because i realize right now like i actually need the sleep sleep. i need the sleep yeah well what do you want to improve this week
0: Cool. So I want to just make the right decision this week in terms of like kind of listening to what I think is right. Obviously conferring with you and Alan and just uh, not being a bitch about it and just making the right choice in terms of what I think is going to benefit me the best to bring my best package to stage. Because I think this is kind of like a little bit of a critical turning point in terms of being on track. Mm hmm. And maybe I'm just, I'm probably just doing that, making that in my head up to be bigger than it needs to be. But it's kind of felt like this the last couple of days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, no doubt you are going to make the right decision. And if anyone's going to make an objective choice rather than subjective, it's going to be you, man. Yeah. <laughs> awesome guys well thank you so much again for tuning in for episode 40 if you did enjoy it please remember to take a screenshot post it to your instagram stories tag jack tag myself tag the bodybuilding dietitians check out our youtube channel and we'll catch you next week
0: see you guys